0: You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is Overflow on the Mic. An MC and Mike mashup on GGR Pirate Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new mashup show that we have here at GGR Pirate Radio. We're calling it Overflow on the Mic. It's a combination of uh, MC Brooks' Overflow and uh, Mike on the Mic. My name is Mike Lunsford. I will be one of the co-hosts this evening. But of course, the other co-host for this show and i pretty much just mentioned his name so it's not like it's a surprise or anything uh but he's with me tonight as well to talk about our uh, different topics that we're going to be discussing that are uh i wouldn't say big in the media but things that like we have recently either watched or reviewed or things that we just want to discuss and his name is mc Brooks.
1: yo on a thursday on oh, a thursday i know
0: right it's weird but like
1: well they don't know that <laughs> <laughs> well, for no... us for us is a thursday
0: well, now they know. Oh, whoops. Way to go, MC. God. <laughs> <laughs> Little peak yeah, right. There you go. Exactly. Uh, guys, I wanted to thank you first. Uh, our website is greatgeekrefuge.com. There's lots of content there. There's articles. There's podcasts. Uh, just lots of great stuff that's going on there. So check us out. Yeah. Um, both you and I have watched the entire final season of Orange is the New Black. Indeed we have. Yes. Yeah. Um, you guys can check out my review. I did a review on The Great Geek Refuge. If you click on greatgeekrefuge.com, just click on articles right there at the top. It's what to watch. It's right there, right at the top. So give it a read if you would like. But we are going to talk about it. We have given you guys more than two weeks. That's That was our rule that we set. We did it on our message board. I was like, hey, how long should we have for no spoilers? And the consensus seemed to be two weeks. Um, so we'll give you the, 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 the alert right now. We are going to be giving spoilers about this first impressions of this of, of the final season I I was very impressed I was very happy I was satisfied I, I think that it was there was enough good enough shitty enough well that sucks but it's realistic that it, it felt gratifying you know I felt like I felt satisfied I walked away from it like saying okay you know what I think that all of these characters got a good ending except for Piper yeah. fuck Piper <laughs>
1: But, but, but even then I mean it like coming into it, you like you kind of in the back of your mind had to also understand like th- they're in prison, you know like there's only but so much of a happy ending that can that can really happen with this show. And so I mean I, I kind of I walked away feeling the exact same way you did. I, I think I think it ended about as best as it could. Given the circumstances, given the stories, um, and where, where certain characters had had ended up uh, over the course of the seven seasons, I, Uh, yeah, and and for me, I've I've always kind of joked that that uh, Orange Orange had always has this thing of like like being good like every other season. Yeah, right. <laughs> where like you know like first two se- season one was you know it was cool. Season two I thought was really great. I really enjoyed the V storyline. Season three was eh, whatever. Season four, season four, I enjoyed. Um, I I kind of, for some reason, I always end up like mixing seasons five and six, Um, whichever one they where they ended up in like the uh, the lake at the end. I I didn't like that one. That was um,
0: was that three? I'm trying to remember because that might oh yeah I might I might be
1: misremembering
0: Four was when Poussey died, which was, was fucked up. Yeah. Um, five was the full-scale riot. Six was the okay. the backlash right. of the riot. And then seven was the last one.
1: That's right. Okay, so yeah. five. I enjoyed half of five. I thought the riot I, – I really didn't think the riot thing was going to be, like, the full 13 episodes. And then I, I did think after a while it just kind of got ridiculous with, like, them – you know, being like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna make these guards do a talent show." Like, all right. <laughs> um, but from considering where they ended up, and considering you know uh, how they progressed many of the characters, I, I was really impressed with how they ended. How they the, how they ended everything.
0: Yeah, I, I was too. And like, the thing with this show is, and, and I said it in my review too. Like, thank God. They decided to end it when they did, because so many shows uh, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, the fucking Walking Dead just continues to just beat every single nickel out of that series as they possibly can to the point where people are going to fucking hate it when it's over, like because they know they can keep making money off of it. They know that people will keep tuning in because there's a lot of suckers out there. But Orange is the New Black got to a point where they're like, you know, what, people are. The reviews for season five weren't that great. Mm, Maybe we should do something about that. You know what? Let's go ahead and wrap this up in two seasons. I think we can finish this whole storyline. And it became less about like making money, you know, more money off of this thing and about ending it with some, some dignity, but also ending it with a good story, which is so important in my opinion. Like I know some people love holding on to things, especially like TV series and movies, like as long as they possibly can. But like Mm -hmm. you got, you got to let them natural, Oh yeah, right? Yeah. You they gotta end eventually. And yeah, I'm I'm really glad that they decided to do what they did. The the storylines that they chose were really good. Um there were some that I was really, really upset about and like um I wrote about in the article. I was God, when she in the in that first season, man and I'm not going to refer to her as what they called her in the first season because it's funny. because She's just a fictional character, but I actually like, I feel like it's almost degrading to her, but like they had a nickname for Suzanne and it was, it was crazy eyes. Right. But as she progressed as a character, she no longer was crazy Eyes. she was Suzanne because she was an actual person. And be and like you saw her story and God, it was tragic. And, You just you felt so bad for her because people took advantage of her, of her good nature, of like her naivete. But then there was a spot in season seven when her mom comes to visit her and she looks at her mom and she goes, should I be here? And her mom's like, well, you know what happened? She's like, I know. But do I do I deserve to be here? And you realize you're like, fuck, she gets a really Mm -hmm. complex concept. And like she just she became such a good person on her own, you know?
1: Yeah, I I, I I, think she's had I think of all the characters just over the course of seven seasons. She's had one of the strongest start to finish character arcs considering uh, where she was. She was kind of in, in an ancillary character, kind of comic reliefy uh, at first. And then she kind of fully develops into like this fully fleshed out character. And and you see that like the name that she was given in the beginning was honestly unfair, c- considering where she is now. And I'm and I'm kind of glad that they went away from, you know. And I think even the fandom has gone away from calling her that. Like she she became just Suzanne instead of her nickname.
0: Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm very. I was very happy about that too. And like, just such a great character. And like one of the things like there were a lot of parallels in the last season that I really, I really appreciated the fact that she was running the, uh, the chicken coop. Like, I don't know if you caught this or not, but the chicken coop was essentially an allegory for prison. Did you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, they need to be segregated because this one's violent, but maybe segregating them makes them more violent. I was like, Oh, that's fucking genius. That's great. (laughs) I get testament to how much she understands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was great. But like kudos to the, the actress, uh, Uzo Aduba is her name. Yeah, she she was just great. She was fantastic, and man, could she sing her ass off! Absolutely, and honestly, I mean, it, it it
1: is a testament to her because the strength of her acting is why they decided to turn her character into a regular instead of just had just having her be, you know, just a you know somebody you know who's just there for a couple episodes. Yeah, it was it was it was on the strength of her audition that the writers were were the they were like. You know whatever role we find for her, we need to keep her around,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely um all that since i I talked about uh suzanne give me give me one of the characters that like with their like their kind of final arc, you either really liked or you really didn't like, or like you were like, you know what that was that was satisfying um, let's see
1: um uh, man, I felt. Because I'm trying to think of who whose arc I I, I definitely enjoyed Suzanne's. Um, I think given the circumstances, I I guess given the circumstances, I'm I'm okay with how Tasty's story ended. You know, they, yeah. They, they, I I don't think that there's I, like I, it's and it's unfair, and you know, I mean, and 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 I think that's the thing that that pissed off a lot of people, which which was she was such a strong character, and it just really sucked you know, what happened to her, especially seasons, uh, five through seven and, and where she, where she ended up. But I think with where she ended up, it ended as positively as it, as it could for her. And, and I was happy that they they gave her an ending where she is going to be able to make the most of, of the time that she has left in prison.
0: And not only that too, it was real. Yeah. Like, because let's be honest, okay. With all of the stuff that happened, we know we know who killed um, Piscatella. We know who it was. We saw it because obviously we were we were watching it. But there was no way that a convicted felon was going. They were going to overturn a conviction because that's not the way the legal system works. And and we've seen that in real life. So right. yes, I know that sometimes watching things on television, we don't want it to be like real life because real life is, is too real. It's too raw. It's too shitty. But like the fact that she was able to find hope even after being fucked by the system so many times was awesome. And like to kind of tie... To kind of tie it together with Cindy. Like... I felt so bad for her, because yes, I understandably what she did was she essentially sold out her friend. But like, it's not like she just chose out of nowhere. I'm gonna sell my friend out. You know the the FBI did that. You know the right. the investigators into the riot did that. They forced her hand. And it just it sucked. And then like her ending that she was essentially homeless and that she like her daughter finds out that she's actually oh so you you talking
1: about Cindy? Yeah. OK, OK.
0: Yeah. It was just like, man, just jeez, that was that was gut wrenching because you were like, oh, she's going to get a second chance. And when she nailed that job interview at the retirement home and you saw like how good a fit she was for that job. And because that later ge- lady gave her a chance, it was just it was yeah. awesome. You know, like, yeah. And like yeah. you it, saw it, how hard her struggle was going to be, but you you kind of had hope that she might actually make it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and I will say like that was one of the things that did upset me, um, which was I was really sad that you know, that Cindy and Tasty didn't um, didn't reconcile. I was really hoping that they were they would they, that they would reconcile, but I do think that that's a testament um, that that's a testament to kind of what the system does. It it, it forced two people it forced Cindy into a position where she had to choose between her own freedom and doing the right thing. And even, I think even in the end, tasty understood that I'm not going to, I'm not going to screw up. I'm not going to be so petty as to
0: screw up Cindy's chance to get out, but I'm okay. So yeah, you would, you would just mention that like the letter that, tasty had sent to cindy's mom um her daughter or her daughter yeah like that was just so like i get why she did it but like i was kind of disappointed in tasty for that i was like that was so petty like you didn't need to do that you're i mean i I get it i get it yeah ultimately but like like it just it was like this last little thing because that's not going to change anything she's still out of prison and you're still stuck there
1: But I think I think I think that I think that's why she did it the way she did it, you know, because I I, I think she she thought of what's the worst possible way I can get back at her. Bring, you know, yeah, uh, you know, trying to snitch and, 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 you know, keep Cindy back in jail that mm, probably probably won't be as effective, but what would actually affect her? Oh, snitching to her daughter that she's been lying to her for her entire life. Yeah, that's. I I, yeah. I I I think that's what I think that's what, and I think I think like that was something she specifically did because she knows Cindy and knows that that would hurt her more than, more than anything <sighs> she could have done to her in jail it would have, it would have been more impactful than you know beating her up or. You know, trying to uh, you know talk about talk about the fact that she you know lied and blah blah blah. You know,
0: yeah, and I, and honestly, like speaking of beatdowns, man, let me tell you, the best thing about Tasty's story was just watching her beat the fuck out of badison yep. god just twice like she <laughs> whooped her ass in the, in their cell and then badison said something else to her called her my tasty girl and then tasty turned around and whooped her ass again <laughs> <laughs> that was god that was so satisfying watching that happen oh that was wonderful right i i had
1: totally forgotten how annoying badison was yeah before that point and i found like, i i was i was cheering on that super hard
0: yeah, that was that was super awesome. Yeah, uh, I really liked. I was never a fan of her character, and but like little by little, she wore away at me and that was Doggett, It um, or Petsitucky, as she was referred to, uh, because she's she was the bad. She was the, the, the big bad in season one, you know, and watching her progression as she like got away from her like weird, like religious sycophanism, and became this person and started growing. It was just fucking weird when you think about it. She grew as a person in prison, but outside right. of prison is what is what corrupted and poisoned her right. It's like prison was better for her than real life, and that's fucked up, man. and like you you saw this you saw this thing that happened with her that was really kind of interesting. It was this like this chain effect kind of thing uh, or cause and effect sort of thing where because daya, was now like the drug runner and trying to get drugs into the prison. She tried to blackmail the uh, GED teacher into bringing drugs and making him the drug mule. And because of that, that fucked dog it over. Because now she wasn't going to get the exemption on her GED test for her dyslexia. And she was so depressed that she thought she hadn't passed the test. And like, fuck, that was so sad to see her o- OD basically. Like that was yeah,
1: that that really broke my heart. Especially like I, um I, that was one of the moments that almost made me tear up when Tasty, you know, found out, found out that she, um, that she had actually passed.
0: That was, see, and that's, and that's, that's what I liked about this is there was this, there was this circle, you know, not to steal from the Lion King, but it's like this circle of life that like there was misery in Doggett's death, but there was joy in seeing that Tasty did have an effect you know, the Tasty did make a difference because she helped Doggett pass. She, all of those people passed because of right. her, because of her tutoring. And, yep. like, she, in her darkest moment, she had this ray of sunshine that reminded her that, yes, you do fucking matter. And that right. was awesome. And right. and, and that's yeah. what I
1: loved about her arc in, in this yeah. final season and where she eventually ended up. Because, I mean, uh, Danielle, I'm blanking on her last name right now, but she, her acting this season, especially... Especially those scenes where you where where you could tell that Tasty was oh just trying Brooks, to do yeah. stuff. Yeah, Daniel Brooks. I mean, she was trying to to uh where she was contemplating you know, suicide. Yeah. And and really just doing a lot of the things she was doing just to get what she needed to do it. She her acting this season was, was absolutely phenomenal, especially in those scenes,
0: you know? It really was. Like she ended up, in my opinion, she became the star of the show.
1: Oh, I agree. Hundred ten
0: percent those last like two seasons, like this was, this was the tasty show instead of the, instead of the Piper show. And I didn't write about it. I only even gave him a little tiny blurb and I don't think that's fair. Um, and that's, uh, Joe Caputo. I wanted to give him more of a story because I just, I think that like he ended up becoming this super interesting character that was like, it was just like, Oh, another fucking prison guard. Do we really give a shit about them? And then as you learn about him and you're like, oh, he was, you know, he was a musician and then his bandmates fucked him over and he did the right thing and like was going to raise that kid as his own. And then the girl leaves and like you were just I I was really impressed with his like like moral fiber, his character. And then like you see that he made these mistakes with that one prison guard that he essentially fired and it became the me too thing. And he owned up to his shit, you know. And. It, it was it was awesome to see that, but also too, like, the fact that Figueroa and him had a relationship. It was such a weird, dysfunctional relationship, but it actually worked, and I actually enjoyed seeing the two of them together. As much as I hated her when that show first started, like as she, as, he made her a better person. If that makes I, sense. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. Cause she was yeah.
1: awful. <laughs> yeah she was a she was a really awful person there were they were like there was nothing there was nothing about her to like yeah yeah and, but when and 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 even over the course of this over the course of this season, just seeing their interactions together and and seeing how he would say he would say little things that would bring out the little speck of personality that she had and make her you know think about someone other than herself for once,
0: yeah exactly and like the the fact that she would keep her same like crude and crass jokes and like make fun of him but instead of him getting mad he would like laugh and like like when she i can't remember he said something after all of the thing was going on with the garden the me too thing and she was like he was like yeah i really could use some ice cream and she's like yeah me too me <laughs> too and he's like you are such a bitch like it was just, It was realistic, though, because, like, that's honestly, that's how couples talk to each other. Like, it's not it's not these like like right now. um, Right now, Sandy is uh, rewatching Dawson's Creek on Hulu, right? Which I fucking can't stand. But like, I'm listening to this show that she's watching it. I'm just like, God, the dialogue in this show is so fucking forced. It's so bad. And like, whereas Orange is the New Black, it's so realistic. This is what people are actually like right and it was just it was cool to see him make a difference and, and he kept trying that was the other thing is he didn't let it beat him down either like and you saw it from the other side too like yeah. you know tasty on the inside him on the outside but yeah like it was damn it was good and is yeah it just,
1: I was, it, it, it just goes to show what what kind of impact you can have when you actually care yeah because he 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 cared he, even after he had gotten out and didn't like he didn't have to do anything with tasty or any of the other inmates. Yeah. And he he just felt compelled just because of the person that he was.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I was surprised. Maritza essentially just just ghosted, more or less. Like she was there. She was fighting to to try to stay in the country. And then they had her on a plane back to uh, Venezuela. And that was it. And that was the last we saw of her. I was like, damn, dude. That was, it wasn't even like heartbreaking. It was just like, not shocking, but like just, damn like kind of leaving you there like you'll never know what actually happened to her yep but
1: I think I think I mean I think that's uh, I think part of that was to showcase kind of I guess how like how real it is that you know we don't always get even though this is a, a show like you don't always get the happy or good or satisfactory ending like this is just this is how her story for us at least ends i mean this the, the, the same thing happened with um the character i don't i don't i never knew her name but the uh the character that that uh uh bianca blanca uh, befriended in the, the detention center the the, the mother who, oh, who carla. Ended up getting yeah carla who got who ended up getting deported and then you know uh
0: what did she break her ankle or something oh, fuck yeah I, like broke her ankle in the desert jesus that yeah. was awful Oh, man. Yeah. Like, whew. That was, that was, yeah. You, you have no idea what happened to her. But again, it, real. Like, that kind of stuff happens. And yeah. it was, it was cool to see Blanca have her, her day in court and actually win her case and then leave for, um, El Salvador with, uh, with Diablo. Like, that was just, that was very cool. Like, yeah, it was, I,
1: and, and I'm, yeah. I really love, I really loved how her story ended.
0: Yeah. The, um, the Red Nikki and Lorna trio, like, yeah, God, that was that was fucking heartbreaking, because like
1: it was tragedy all around.
0: Yeah, like, and like Nikki is just like this; she just keeps getting back up every time. Like, that, how
1: did how did her extra, story end? Because I'm she basically was was, was taking right
0: she was taking the role of. Of of Red, she was the new kitchen mom, basically. Because she was, she was running the kitchen for the ice facility.
1: Mm.
0: And, like, just watching Red go from this super strong character to just, like, losing her mind was, God, that was so sad. And, like, Lorna, just, like, basically catatonic. Like, man, that was, God, that was fucking awful. Like... Yeah her,
1: art, her, her 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 whole arc was really interesting too. Yeah. If you think about where she was and then kind of where she where she ended up and you know having the whole psychotic break. Yeah. It's really tragic.
0: It really was too. And that's I mean it again like this show really shone a light on a lot of the things that people in prison deal with. A lot of people with mental illness end up there and we saw it with Suzanne where Suzanne kind of flourished almost in a way. But at the same time, too, uh, Lorna didn't and probably never got the therapy that she needed, probably never got the right medication that she needed. Like it was it was just it was fucking sad. It really was. And like another one that was really gratifying was watching Aleda and Daya like because Daya like Daya was this like tragic character this tragic hero for a while where you're like you kind of rooted for her like with the the prison guard that she had the relationship with you were like well she's a sweet girl you know and then just as little by little and honestly the system fucked her too
1: yeah I, 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 yeah and I, I think that was i think that was <clears throat> that i think that was who she was meant to portray like if tasty if, if tasty is the character I got screwed over by the system but managed to make the most of it or showcasing making the most of it in, in, uh, despite despite the circumstances, then Daya is the, the flip side of that. It's, it's being screwed by the system and ultimately becoming corrupted.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like the fact that Aleda made a mistake in letting her anger get the best of her and that's why she went back to prison, but then seeing what Daya had turned into and basically taking it upon herself to to basically like save her other children from her oldest child. And like when she when she she popped her in the throat, dude, and then like was on top of her choking the shit out of her. And she's like, yeah. maybe I, maybe I'll know what it feels like now, you know, referring to uh, to kill someone like fuck, do you, dude. Oh, that, yeah. do,
1: you th- do you think she did like we obviously don't we
0: don't know, but oh, she fucking killed the- her. <laughs> Oh yeah, die is dead. Like she yeah, there ain't no way Alita didn't Yeah. Cause you could see it in the way she was doing it. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to kill you. Like, no, it was like, bitch, you're dead. Like it was over. Like she she saw nothing left in her daughter anymore that was redeemable and and just was like, Nope, now it's time to die. I was like, that's wrong and fucked up, but way to go, Alita. Plus, I mean yeah. male chauvinist side here, uh Aleda is fucking hot so (laughs) i don't i don't even care i know she's crazy and she's a drug dealer whatever i don't care (laughs) does not bother me at all um yeah her and her and maritza and then like you had mentioned that she was in um the doom patrol oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and i i still haven't seen that series but i didn't realize that she was doing other stuff and that's kind of cool man like yeah,
1: will yeah. I'll uh, I have to share my DC Universe password with you so you can, when you yeah. get some time, uh, check it out because it's it's a yeah. it's, it's 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 quite possibly it's 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 what Legends of Tomorrow should be, but oh, yeah. smarter and better.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just it, it it showcases that you can have multiple characters that are all really interesting in their own right with their own unique and interesting arcs. Yeah. And, and, and Brendan Fraser is awesome.
0: Yeah. I'll, it, it, from what I've heard, I've heard it's good. I just haven't gotten a chance to see it yet. Uh, any conversation about Orange is the New Black has to end with who the series was based on. It was all based on the memoirs of uh, the real character's name is Piper Kerman. But in the series, it's Piper Chapman. Mm-hmm. What? A, oh, Jesus Christ. What a fucking waste this character was. Because I, I get that it's about her, right? And maybe that's why the character didn't evolve any. Or maybe the real Piper Kerman is like this, but it, I, I don't know. But, like, she didn't learn a goddamn thing in prison. Nah, at it all. all. Like, she came out the same naive douchebag that she always was.
1: Yep. It, it, I think Orange, for me, was the first series that I've watched where the main character became more unlikable like the more the series went on it just seemed like season one was cool and then just like seasons two through six i'm like fuck i hate yeah. piper that's why i really loved and i think it was season four where she got beat up by ruiz and and, and oh, the yeah. other chicks and she got branded yeah wonderful absolutely loved it yeah but seasons two through six so annoying yeah but i will i will admit. There were parts of season seven where I did feel some compassion for her, so it was, and it was primarily just just during the her trying to adjust to life post prison, and literally getting the short end of the stick every time. And like that, like when she had when she had that one outburst uh, w- at um, with her dad with the the other coworkers there. Like I for that was probably the, the long time (laughs) in this entire show that I was like, wow. Okay. I, I legitimately kind of feel bad for Piper.
0: Yeah. And then it was
1: all undone because of what happened with Alex at the end.
0: Fuck. Yeah. You were like, all right, look, she's making personal growth fucking finally. And then God, that they decided, they both decided they would be better off without each other. And she's still fucking driving. She's either living in Ohio And working at a goddamn Starbucks. Or she's driving from New York to Ohio to go see Alex, which is so fucking stupid. Like, oh my god. And, like, Alex is the one that put her in prison in the first place. And then they're still just like, oh, well, uh, we still love each other. Like, are you fucking insane? Because... She met somebody that was better for her. In fact, that Zelda girl could have actually helped her start a career, could have done better Mm -hmm. things with her life. Larry, Jason Biggs, you know, pie fucker from American Pie, everybody loves him. And he had great advice for her. He was like, he literally said to her, he was like, he was like, you're gonna go after Alex. He's like, I know you are, it's who you are. And Piper gets mad and she's like, you don't know me anymore, I'm different. But no, she's not. No, you're not. (laughs) Exactly, he fucking called her out on it. Like, de- like looked her in the eye. He was like, this is what you're going to fucking do. And she was like, no, I'm not. You don't know me. And then she did it. Like, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but again, though, that's realistic. Like, how many times have you had a friend who makes dumbass decisions over and over and over again that you've been like, bro, you've got to stop doing this? And they're like, yeah, I know, <laughs> man. I know.
1: <laughs> that- there's a name that immediately came to mind, and I'm not gonna not gonna say it on air. But <laughs> even every every time I check up on them, or, and I and I hear about how his life is going from yeah. mutual friends, it's like, yep, same old, same old. Him making same old stupid choices he was making
0: ten years ago. Yeah. What I had in- intended to do with this episode was for us to talk about uh, three things. We were going to talk about uh, the Bianca Devons thing. We were going to talk about Orange is the New Black. And then we were going to talk about uh, The Boys, which is Amazon's first real big foray into the superhero genre. It's a Garth Ennis uh, series that you can, guys can pick up if you ever want to read it. But that deserves its own episode because that is a whole other kettle of fish that I don't even think we can get into right now. Because that show, first off, is super captivating. I mean, I think we can tease it a little bit here. We'll both give yeah. kind of like our, 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 impressions on it. Cause what I'll also do is I'll tease that there is going to be an article, uh, up here, um, by the time the podcast posts that you guys can read of my review of the boys on Amazon. Um, MC, once you go to the us off, cause I know we felt a little bit differently about this, but go ahead and tell, tell the folks what you felt about this show.
1: I, I loved it and, and, and I loved it just because it was a very different take than what you generally, get with superhero shows I, I learned about the series solely because of social media I had no idea what the boys was I was confused about why it was called the boys when the the heroes they were showing clearly had women in it also <laughs> um, so I learned about I, I went into it kind of not knowing the backstory not knowing you know the comic origins like not knowing anything about it and I came out really really enjoying it because I it I, I do feel like if superheroes were real, like if, if if they were real-powered people, that's probably what they, what they would be more like than kind of what we see with stuff like the Justice League and the Avengers. And even with where the where where it ends, and with what they tease for uh, season two, because they're clearly going to get a season two, judging from how much uh, how many streams they Amazon got. Uh, in the first two weeks oh yeah they already um, announced
0: a season two and they're already yeah it.
1: <laughs> yeah so I, i'm 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 I, I really i really enjoyed it and part of me even wants to go back and and rewatch it just to see if just to see just to see if there's things that i missed that I, that i might have things that i missed that i, I probably um could have picked up on the the first the first go around like i've i've been watching youtube videos kind of trying to learn about like the comics and maybe you know if there are any any differences between the comic depictions and and um, and the in the show in the show, but um, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought I thought it was wonderful.
0: It was good. It was enjoyable. I would watch it again, and I would recommend other people to watch it too. My my biggest issue with it. When it comes to things like gore and violence and nudity and sex and like those sorts of things in a, in a series, I'm, I'm of the belief that, that less is more. And if you're going to go over the top with it, you, you have to be an expert in what you're doing. A good example of somebody who's good at this is is Quentin Tarantino. Another example of somebody who did this very, very well was the first season of the Punisher on Netflix, where you watch this violence and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is violent, but you're just like, wow, this is, it's telling a point. There's this, there's a reason for all of this. There are times in the boys when it's just kind of like, all right, I I get it. Okay, cool. Like it's, is that really necessary for you to go to this place to tell this story? And ultimately when all is said and done, if it's two seasons, four seasons, whatever, maybe it will, maybe it's part of the whole big picture, but the best way to describe it is having a, conver- a conversation with a, a mutual friend. Uh, her name is Shereen Nicole. She actually runs the uh, the Doppelganger GGR, uh, uh, Geek Girl Riot, which it's fantastic podcast. Uh, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, Geek Girl Riot is what it's called. But we were talking about this and we were like, it's it's like when you have somebody who is like purposefully, we, we've referred to them on the sh- show before, uh, MC as Edgelords. When somebody, like, will tell you something that's quote-unquote true, but they, they say it in a real shitty way, or they're being a dick about something, and it's like, yeah, okay, what you're doing might be true, but you're being an asshole about it. That's kind of how I felt the, the boys was. Yeah, okay, if corporations were in charge of superheroes, yeah, they would be dicks, but, like, it, is it really... It felt hopeless, too. And I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose of, of, of superheroes, because... With no hope, it's just like, man, this world is already shitty enough as it is. Oh, look, and superheroes have no fucking moral ambiguity. They're just dicks. Like, it was like, wow, this fucking sucks. Like, it was... That's kind of how I felt walking away from it. It was still entertaining. And it, was, it, was, it was fun to watch. But, like, also the ending. I'm not going to give the ending away. But, like, it, it was kind of like... Where... Where can you go next, man? Like, I'm... Wow. Like, because it, it really... You almost like took away the motivation for for one of the main characters too with Huey. You know, I, I said we were gonna save this for another episode, but fuck it, I guess we're doing all on this one. Um, but they took away Huey's motivation because he was like, "Oh, I hate supers for what they did," and now he's fucking a super. You know, like it's it's he got he if we're being fair, yeah, he got over that really quickly, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean. She is pretty attractive, so I can understand that. Yeah, like I,
1: I get it. But I'm like, man, for for you to hate soups as much as you, you know, think you did, you got over that kind of quick. But then I also kind of wondered if, <clears throat> in his case, if he, if he didn't actually hate supers, if he was just it was, he was just caught in the moment and kind of led to believe that he felt that way because. Of, um, I'm forgetting, I'm blanking on the guy's name right now. Oh, Billy Butcher. Yeah, uh, because of, because of Butcher kind of, you know, saying things to him and and, and, and leading him down this path. That, 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 because I think that that's kind of, in his case, I think that's kind of why he felt that way. And probably why, why he had that change of heart, which was him realizing that, you know, what happened to his girlfriend sucked. And he has every reason to, to hate them, but it's like it's, it's not something he, he can hate all supers for, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, but honestly, that's what people like him do, like CIA operatives and things like that. They, they, they manipulate people. They, they use them to get what they want. And especially, too, when you think about like think about Butcher's motivation, that's gone now because now he hated homelander for d- assuming what what he thought and it turns out that his girl left him to have a baby and like just thought she would disappear quietly like that's that that's a whole another layer of, of of depth to this like that, that that's what makes me want to watch season 2 yeah the ending was like, oh shit, how are they going to handle this? But like there were some scenes in that series, man. Like that breastfeeding scene with him and Elizabeth Shue. Like, yeah. what the fuck was that?
1: <laughs> Their whole relationship the entire season was really weird because I was trying to really understand. Like, it, it, it was maternal, but then it was it was work also. But then it was also sexual, it, it, it's, or seemingly sexual at times. I wasn't like it wasn't really until the end where it all like it clicked for me and she did a wonderful job this season oh yeah awesome i I, her character i I disliked her character but i think it was i was designed to do that because because she did such a good job
0: she's every single corporate person you've ever worked with or worked for you know only cares about profit and the bottom line and in success and doesn't care about what what's best for the world. Like that sort of thing. Like that, that's what was, that's what was, I think that's maybe what was, what kind of turned me off to it too, is because it's so like smarmy and it's just like, it'll be really interesting, man, with what they've set up for season two. But like it just, it still just didn't sit right with me. Like, Like, I think I gave it like a seven out of 10 is what I gave it. I was like, it's good enough to keep watching. But like, I just I just wonder, like, are they just going to keep turning this up? You know, are they going to keep like trying to one up themselves? You know how some shows will do that where it's like we have this one shot. Perfect example. Remember Jackass, the movie? Yeah, I, I fucking love that movie. I could watch that any goddamn time. Like I just I, I love it. It's it's so stupid and so cheesy, and it's such a guilty pleasure. But fuck, I, it's like a work of art. I love it. It's But hilarious. like the second one, watch if you ever watch, get a chance to watch it again, and watch how it's almost painful for them to be going through that. And you feel like they're it's they're getting older, and it's they're a little slower getting up, and you can almost see it on their faces. They're like, why do we keep doing this shit? Because they have to keep one upping themselves, and I yeah. feel like that's gonna end up happening to the boys. I think it could kind of depending on
1: where where they where they end up, yeah. And, and what they what they like, I said, I'm I'm not familiar with the comics, like I'm not I'm not sure with what happens um, with with what happens um, past the point that they got to in season one. But I'm, I'm, it's like you said, I'm I'm curious enough to 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 watch season two and and see what happens, like. I'm like I'm I'm really interested to see where Annie ends up considering like oh, yeah. she, she appears to have really lost her faith and that was such a big big thing for her character through, throughout this first season.
0: I think another thing that I really want to see too and and I'm kind of hoping for this is we've gotten little like bits and pieces of it with, with Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve kind of being like the advocate for Annie. Like I kind of hope that she kind of pulls like a Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi and kind of turns against the other soups. And like those two, because like how, how fucking badass would that be for a feminist moment where those two end up taking down the dudes, you know? Be awesome. Yeah. And like side note, like the deep, let's talk about this asshole for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like he went from being the biggest pile of shit in that superhero team to being like this comic foil, where he's like, you know what, I'm gonna do something good with my power, and he saves that dolphin. And like, <laughs> that whole say, like that that scene wasn't supposed to be funny, but I, I absolutely oh, I
1: yelled when it had when, God, when no, that it dolphin was not, went
0: flying through the windshield. It was not supposed <laughs> to be funny at all, but I did too. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me! And then the part where he's in the grocery store having that conversation with the lobster, all right? Like, <laughs> he winked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch though when he was in the truck with the dolphin? The dolphin was like trying to like hit on him and stuff. Like, oh my god, it was so funny. Like, and then that oh, in the, the the scene in his hotel room with the woman from uh from Sandusky. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god, that was gross.
1: It really was. Like I, I I I cringed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I did. I did too. But like. Like just even him, you almost feel bad for him, but then you remember um, he basically like raped Annie so she, so that she could uh, stay in the in the in the seven. Like so yeah. fuck him. Like
1: and, well, I will say that that's one thing that I'm I'm kind of glad. I guess they toned down from the comics because yeah. in the comics I I learned that it was it, one it wasn't him originally it was Homelander and then eventually and like all too. It, yeah yeah yeah, and I was like wow like. I'm I'm glad they didn't they didn't they didn't go that route. And actually, speaking of A Train, I kinda felt bad for him at the end.
0: I did too to a certain degree, but at the same time too, I mean he kinda brought it upon himself. Also true. Yeah. He he was a cool character. I liked it I liked his his concept, but like to think that he basically killed um he his killed yeah, he killed Huey's girlfriend. Um oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a drug addict, like and it's fucked up and like it's and essentially him just trying to pawn that off and like, oh, well, I'm a I'm a super, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. And like it's. It, it was, yeah. I mean, the more I talk about it, the more I realize that I that I really did. I mean, I enjoyed it. That's the thing. It's like that's the thing. Just because I'm critical of something doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's it's just like it had it, it made me think, and honestly, that's what it should do. And that's Garth Ennis. Like, first off, I fucking love Garth Ennis. If you've watched, if you've read or watched any Punisher movie or TV series in the last few years, like starting with the Thomas Jane stuff, um, and you enjoyed it, you can thank Garth Ennis for that because he wrote that. Like. He writes the best Punisher stories by far. Period. The guy knows how to write really visceral, violent media, um, and he did it with the boys as well. I mean, it's 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 a it's a, it's very very good. And if if the series ends like it does in the comics, man, we are in for a fucking fireworks show because that is going to be insane. Like I, I just read up on it recently and was like, "Holy shit, that's what happens in the end!" <laughs> like, it's gonna be pretty interesting. Like, I'm I'm excited to see where it's gonna go for sure.
1: Absolutely, hundred ten percent.
0: Okay, so let's um let's go ahead and wrap things up here, man. Um, you unfortunately did not get the fifty likes you were looking for, so I'm kind of disappointed because I was hoping we were gonna get a new song this week. Um, because I love your stuff, but um,
1: maybe next week.
0: Maybe next week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Is there what are you
1: what are you watching right now? I'm watching this really uh, this really dope new anime. So yeah. I've been kind of having the in in Anime August mm-hmm. so far. Um, I've just I just finished watching uh, My Hero Academia. By the which, way,
0: that's, that's totally happening next year. We're doing Anime August.
1: Anime August. I mean, there's
0: still half a month half a month left. I might. Well, then I might, ass- might assemb- assemble yeah. your assemble your anime crew. That's now part of the GTR team. Yeah. G- get them on that.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, I might have to do that because I've, I've just finished my Hero I re my Hero Academia. Um, the season four comes out in October and the, their second movie comes out in December. Super excited for that. Um, but aside from that, I've been, I just started this new anime that came out today called Cannon Busters. It's a, a creation from the former co-director of the Boondocks. And oh Aaron, Aaron Magruder, nice. No, no, it's not no no, it's not uh, Aaron Magruder. He worked with Aaron Magruder. His name oh. is LaShawn. His name is Lashawn Thomas. Oh, nice. He, okay. He uh he 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 co-directed Boondocks with with Aaron Magruder. But he yeah. also did work on stuff like uh, The Legend of Korra. He also did work on Ben Ten. And uh he's done work on like a, a ton a ton of uh, uh a ton of different cartoons and in, in, in uh anime over the years and now uh, it was started as a comic. He crowdfunded, got an episode made. It got picked up by an anime studio, and uh, season one just released today. And nice, dude. It's I want, like I'm 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 halfway through it. I'm trying to be patient with it because I I don't want to do that thing where you just kind of watch a whole show in one day and that's like that's just it. Yeah. So I've watched half of it so far, and I'm <clears throat> I'm really impressed. I think i'm gonna do a i think I'm gonna do a what to watch for this because I really do think regardless of whether you're someone who watches anime regularly or are you know have an interest in watching it for the first time there's a lot to enjoy about this series it's it's very fun and it's very interesting and so i'm uh I'm probably gonna as soon as we finish that I'm probably gonna uh you know watch uh episode six and and watch the rest
0: nice man i um So it's also on the website. It's on greatgeekrefuge.com. If you go to uh, the articles, there's an article that I wrote about Dora and the lost city of gold. And you're going to be like, Mike, why the fuck did you go see this movie? (laughs) Um, First off, I have a 10 year old son who grew up on this show. And one of some of my favorite memories of us when he was little was us watching this together. Like, so much so that, like, he watched Dora so much that, like, if he needed help doing something when he was little, like, two or three, he would say, help me, help me, Ayuda And it was so goddamn adorable. <laughs> and, like, he said he was interested in seeing this movie. And, honestly, if you've seen the trailers, it kind of looks badass. It looks really dope. it is, And it
1: and it, it is. Even for a
0: kid's movie. for
1: Yeah. It's a kid's movie. like It looks just like a good film.
0: Yeah. I I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It is worth your time. Now, granted, I got to see it for free. So I don't have to be like, oh, I can't believe I wasted my money on this shit. No. <laughs> like, so I got to see it for free. But like, if you w- once it comes to Netflix, watch this movie. It's really enjoyable. If you spent any time with like nephews or nieces or your kids or even if you were growing up in the early 2000s and you watch Dora fucking watch this, man, it was en- it was enjoyable. It really was like it's fun. It makes fun of itself it's not too serious but it has a really good message too like it was just a really really enjoyable flick and and the girl who played dora uh, i'm trying to remember her name isabella uh, moner isabella moner fucking dead on like this sounds stupid because you're like well it's just a cartoon character but you have to think she managed to get the essence of a cartoon character into a live action role and that's impressive Like it it really was, man. She, 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 you felt like she was Dora and it was, it was really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, Sandy and I also just finished season three of the handmaid's tale on Hulu. If you are not watching that shit, you need to get on that immediately. That show is so good and it is so topical for what's going on in our world right now. It's, it's an incredible series. Uh, It's based on uh, Margaret Atwood's um, sci-fi dystopian future story that she wrote, uh, just, just check it out. I did a, I did a, what to watch about that. Like God, like a year ago about that show. Um, so check that out if you need to know a little bit of the backstory, but yeah, that's a great series. Um, I've been watching, she got me hooked on this show on, on Hulu called Harlots as well. Sandy, that is my wife. Oh, I've heard great stuff. I've heard great stuff about Harlots. It's surprise. It's really good. I, I, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. And it's, it's a period piece. Live Tyler's in it. Like it's, Ooh. it's, it's yeah. It's it's British hookers. Like I mean, what, what What's not to like? Just <laughs> British hookers in the 1700s. Like it's it's enjoyable. Um, and then like I'm going old school. Like uh, I uh, I found out that uh, Hulu has been putting on a lot of old like 80s and 90s NBC uh, sitcoms. And they have Wings, which was one of my favorites when I was growing up. But they also have The Golden Girls, which is Ooh, really god that show is so funny those ladies are so raunchy and i must have missed half those jokes when i was a little kid because like i just remember watching it with my grandma and like my grandma's like my hero so whatever she liked i was i was down with but like this show is so st- it's still so fucking funny um yeah so like i just kind of am switching between those like whenever it's like time to like go to bed or something like that but uh yeah, dude. I, I just I love how diverse the, the the viewing catalog is that we have. Like you're like, Absolutely. oh I'm watching some anime. And I'm like, I'm watching 80s and 90s NBC sitcoms. Like it's we're all over the place, man. That's yeah. what I love about GGR. And honestly, I
1: mean, um Netflix also just did kind of the same thing. They just uploaded like a bunch of nineties shows also. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm like okay, like I'm scrolling. Okay, I'm scrolling through now. I was trying to find which one what they what they put on here. They have The West Wing, the OG Power Rangers, Twin Peaks, nice uh, Goosebumps. They have Bob Ross on there now. Magic School Bus.
0: Yeah, let me give a shout out to James Rambo real quick too, because he actually hipped me to some information that I didn't know about Bob Ross at all. Uh, Bob Ross was apparently a um, a master sergeant in the army, and Let me see if I can find it real quick, because he just he just tagged me in it recently. But um, Bob Ross, like his job was like yelling at people, essentially. And this is what he said. Yeah. Yeah. So listen to this. Right. Um, Having this is a a direct quote from Bob Ross, having held military positions that required him to be. Oh, no, this is a quote from the article. Having held military positions that required him to be, in his own words, tough and mean. Uh, The guy who makes you scrub the latrine, the guy who makes you uh, make your bed, the guy who screams at you for being late to work. Ross decided that if he ever left the military, he would never, ever scream again. And that's who he became. Like, how fucking cool is that? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that just goes to show you, you want to talk about a perfect circle, man? There it is right there. For all of you guys out there who are angry and pissed off and, and irritable and like think that the world owes you something, you can change just all you have to do is just be set on being that change Is be the person that you want to be if you want to be a nice cool guy be a nice cool guy paint some fucking trees man bob ross did that shit yeah and he's a legend you know and it it all starts with wanting to change
1: hey you're uh the civil war is on here
0: oh the one oh the the one that i watched yeah the ken burns yeah dude i'm telling you that's one to watch too man that's a good that's a good series dude it is incredible Wow, they even have
1: VR Troopers and Beetle <laughs> <laughs>
0: All the
1: Power Ranger rip-offs. Yeah,
0: I remember yeah. those they were
1: great. I partially want to rewatch this <laughs> just for the sheer nostalgia.
0: I'm probably going to go back and watch the original Power Rangers because I used to enjoy that with my little brother and that's that's a bit of nostalgia. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and this would be the last thing. Yeah.
1: The OG Power Rangers movie yeah. holds up. Does it really? The re- one with up. Ivan news yes. I, w- I watched it like yeah. expect expecting all the this st- all the the stereotypes that we think of when it comes to uh, when it when it comes to Power Rangers like all oh, these trashy trash fight scenes and and you know splice stuff surprisingly enough like the the fight choreography in the film much better than the TV show oh
0: yeah
1: like it the the, the acting was not like it was 90s but I mean it 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 holds up. I was I was impressed.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to check it out, man. Because I dug that movie. I took my little brother to go see it. You know what else really holds up with that? Surprisingly, is the soundtrack. The soundtrack to that that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie is really really good. Oh, let me look that up real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's got it, it's got like uh, I'm the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Higher Ground is on there. Uh, Van Halen is on there um it's 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 a surprisingly good soundtrack
1: i don't doubt it oh wow see yeah
0: now now you're there it is there it is yeah he just saw it yes you guys giants yeah ooh yeah it 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 holds up so that's good to know man i'll have to check that out i'll watch that with jacks i'm sure he'll figure he'll uh Appreciate that uh, that nostalgia. For some reason, my kid, born in 2008, is like obsessed with the 90s. I have no idea why. He thinks it's like the coolest decade ever. So I have to was. get it right. Yeah. If only he had been there. <laughs> All right, guys, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap up tonight's episode. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, seriously, like everybody out there, you guys are the best. I, I love that we're sharing this with people and that people are, are sharing it with us. They're, they're responding, they're replying, they're they're buying t-shirts, they're buying stickers. It's it's just, it's awesome. It, it's so cool. And we really do appreciate all that you guys listen to and read and share uh, with the rest of uh, our internet friends out there. Uh, make sure... That you keep checking the website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. There's going to be lots of good content, as you heard. I got You got a what to watch coming from me for the boys. You got a what to watch coming from MC uh, about his anime series that he's watching. There's going to be lots of great stuff. Hey, and guess what? Tomorrow night, uh, it's another episode of GGR Pirate Radio. We are talking the best movies of the 80s. In fact, we've got a special guest. Her name is Emily Witten, and we're also bringing back Mr. James Rambo. It's going to be a great episode, so hopefully you guys can catch it uh, and join us for that. But uh, for MC Brooks, my name is Mike Lunsford, and guys, Don't be a juice bag. Time for the mic drop. Van Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> 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 yeah, boy.